Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. He's going to be uh, anchoring this series. So the next time it's back on Root Sports, uh, we get George Kirby. Um, again, remember that these games are on Apple TV my grandma Norma, my 92-year-old grandma Norma has already been busting my balls about this since uh, this since this game like showed up on the TV schedule last week. Also, Saturday is going to be on Fox. So I would really like the Mariners, especially the offense, to get it going. I know that some people do not like the Apple TVs and don't like the Fox. I particularly do like when other people can see our team across the country um, and, and it's in, in a more forced way like this. And listen, everybody knows we got good pitching. Um, what's happened here in um, the last couple of days, even with the bullpen, it's like it's an anomaly. This garbage point, garbage innings. You see Spire go out there. Unfortunately, three runs here in this blowout in this last game. I have a feeling that the the bullpen is going to bounce back, especially if these pitchers can eat up these innings. But really, we need to get this offense going and being consistent. Yeah, I mean today in in our excuse me the last game of the series only only cranking out five hits is it's just not enough, you know. So, uh, like you mentioned, Ty has a nice hit streak going so that's positive 14 like games Kelnick slowed down yeah I feel like Kelnick slowed down a little but he still chips in with a hit a day it seems like yeah. so uh Julio went over five he's you know he's still kind of struggling but still kind of popping out of it I don't know what's your opinion of him right now I feel like him and Teoscar Hernandez are in the same in the same boat of what's going on with them. It's like they'll have these games or a couple of games in a row where they'll have multiple hits, and then it's just a lot of nothing. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Teoscar on this road trip going into today's game before we started today's game, he was hitting about 420, 430. You know, he goes 0 for 4 today, which is going to happen, but – it just seems like these guys seem to like get it going. Um, things seem like they're they're dropping a bit more, more for Hernandez out there. I know Julio's ran into some bad luck. Last year it was getting squeezed by the umpires. This year he's just hitting the ball right at people. That's why I feel like he's been in a lot of double plays. But at the same time, it does it did seem like and and Scott Services pointed this out and 
other baseball analysis people. It just seems like he was doing way too much at the plate. And it still seems like that that's going on for the most part. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, and then, you know, this series to see Cal Raleigh do what he did um, and Fenway being the first player yeah. ever to do that. Um, that was incredible. I mean, I'm, I'm another big fan of Cal Raleigh. I mean, defensively, I mean, he threw a guy out, you know, you know, switch hitting two home runs in yes. the same game in Fenway. It's another, I mean, Cal is Cal. He's one of the upper echelon catchers, in my opinion, in the American League. So uh, that's good news. Um, Trammell, too. I mean, it was nice to see him get going. I mean, it's nice to see him get some opportunity in the outfield, too, as well. So uh, he just needs to get some at-bats to, you know, feel even he more does. comfortable. And he does. He needs to stay short. You know, he's got four hits right now at the time of this recording going into the Atlanta series. Three of those are home runs. And, you know, but he that's it seems like that's kind of turned into his M.O. a little bit is that this guy is going to be a power guy, you know, uh, in the season prior when and he definitely had some of that power stroke, but uh, much more much more strikeouts were happening last year than this year. I mean, he still strikes out a, a good amount, but that's what seems to have like seemed to have cut down, which is, which is a, a positive thing because if he's making contact and he's like getting the ball on the barrel or just on the barrel, that's really nice to see. There's a couple of outs here he had in Boston that, that I was just like, oh man, that's got to be gone. He had one that he soared in game two that just was sky high. He got the barrel on it and just got underneath it. And then today, unfortunately, that wind caught it. Yeah, the, everybody was talking about that. I I saw it, and I mean, it's hard to say the way the other Boston players were hitting the ball. So yeah. maybe, <laughs> maybe the wind came out at that time. But here no, there, I mean. Another guy, it's been nice to see J.P. Crawford get in that number one hole and really kind of do really well at it and, and perform. I mean, what are your thoughts since the change has been made? Yeah, I, I like it. I, I also like seeing – there's two parts of it. I love seeing J.P. up there because I remember in 2021, that was the motor that got this offense going. It was always nice to flip it back up. That's when the J.P. chant started. Last year, he didn't have a very good season all, all around. He had a tough season. Um, I wouldn't say it was a bad season. It was just a tough season. It didn't, he didn't take that step forward we thought he was going to. Um, Julio, I feel like, kind of got put into that position because of JP not being JP. And then, you know, J-Rod became J-Rod right there. And, of course, you want him to have that extra at-bat. But I think naturally, I like to see JP up there. He walks. Um, you know, he, he can get on base, uh, with, you know, when, especially when he's hitting the ball the other way and he's flicking it, I know he can turn on him now and then I'd like to see him a little bit, bit use more, you know, the left center field gap a bit more. Uh, but I do like seeing him up there. And the other part of it is I do like seeing Julio down in the order. I do like seeing JK and him go back to back. I, I feel like it lengthens the lineup with more of a threat with Julio being down in the lineup, which, you know, obviously spreads out a bit more of the power, uh, a bit more of the guys that are going to, you know, 
clear the table versus when you have a, a JP Crawford at like seven or or six. So I like the look. I hope it can continue to uh, blossom. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's got it. It has a good look to it. I hope to see some more out of it. There's definitely some potential. I agree with your your assessment of lengthening the lineup um, and giving guys, you know, and even shoving guys down like Suarez and Hernandez and, you know, having Cal up there kind of in the cleanup spot at times. I mean, it's that. Yeah, I really like that. Um, If everybody can start clicking kind of, I mean, yeah, it looks really good. Uh, But, you know. As we saw this weekend, I'll get to it kind of lastly here as we kind of look over the main guys. Uh, there were some things this weekend, not only offensively, that been kind of a bugaboo, but, I mean, it was so frustrating on a routine ground ball that Colton Wong couldn't make the play in time, that pop fly into the outfield. I mean, I feel for the guy. He's getting brutalized, but, man, he's really, really struggling. Yeah, it's it just seems like he cannot get it going. And at the same time, you got, you know, Caballero, who's just getting better and better. I know that maybe you don't want him in there against the toughest right-hander in there. And you do want to get Colton Wong going because he has a track record of, you know, being an everyday player in this league. You also traded for him. Uh, you also let, you know, at Frazier walk. Uh, you didn't make any of these other big moves that we've pined over and we're going to continue to uh, talk about it. But right now the Mariners need wins. And I heard Ryan Roland Smith say something. I, I, I'm like, yes, I, I love it. He was talking about like, yes, it's early in the year and you can always say it's early, but now we've hit this point where, it's not the early excuse isn't always going to be there anymore. Now, you know, we're a quarter of the way of the season and, and we got to start putting W's together is basically like what he was saying. And for me right now, I, I don't want to r- run Caballero to the ground or anything like that. Like, you know, we were kind of afraid we were doing with Haggerty last year where you're like, is he an everyday player yet? Or is, if, is he's not. But the thing is, he's he's doing something in every game, whether it's a hit, whether it's a good play, whether it's just p- pushing the momentum of the attitude of the, of the team, I like it. I mean, I don't know what Colton Wong does. Maybe he's a silent, good clubhouse leader. But, I mean, you're just – you're feeling as a fan. You're I'm feeling Caballero. Yeah, luckily you have a spot or have a guy like Caballero that, you know – is coming through and improving and doesn't look scared up there. I agree. He needs to get more at bats. I mean, Wong's just looking like this year's Jesse Winker, who's just not comfortable, not producing. And he's the Mariner, you know, whipping boy. And, uh, you know, but the thing of it is, is he, you feel like he gives effort, but that ground ball, oh, yeah. that seem routine, you, you just, that just baffles you. So that, you know, that's where you kind of, you know, take a step back, but, uh, yeah, I mean, and, he has not been good at all. No, and you saw here in Game 3 in Boston, you you saw the lineup the day after that happened, and there was a right-hander on the mound, and Caballero got to start. Yeah, great observation. You're right. I mean, it's just it it was just kind of inexcusable of, of, you know, that happening. And then to add on, like we mentioned, did you see that fly ball? It's like Teoscar was nowhere near it in – I mean, I don't even – he wasn't totally under it, but 
he just kind of gave up on it. And I, I don't know. It's when, when it's going bad and that happens, it's, it's just, you know, the snowball effect. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I hope he can get it turned around. He's much more, much more, not even comparable, much more of a tolerable person as far as from a fan's point of view than, than Colt, than uh, Winker was. But uh, yeah, I, I just, I don't know what's going to happen. It's interesting when um, Dylan Moore gets healthy. I don't know. What do you do? Are you going to lose a pitcher? Are you going to lose Haggerty? I, right now, there's nothing that Caballero's doing that would want me to have him sent down. Yeah, to me, I'm, I, I agree with that. But I also think I feel like nobody on that bench is, is, is uh, safe as far as when Demo comes back. And I did see that, you know, he had that setback a while ago, but I did see that he's going to be making an appearance this weekend, uh, starting, I think, actually playing a game Thursday and then the weekend up in Everett getting his rehab started again. So hopefully he doesn't have any setbacks. So that's the latest I've heard on Demo. But, you know, if we're looking for Demo to be the savior, we're in trouble there too. No, I, I know. I, it's... You know, you look at a team like we just played the week before. I think we mentioned this. You know, they're waiting for Corey Seager to come back. You know, <laughs> we're waiting for Demo to come back. There's, uh, there's got to be, there's got to be help sometime sooner. Maybe not tomorrow. Maybe not next week. But in the next month, uh, to two months, to up, well, at least up to the deadline. Obviously, there's got to be help coming from elsewhere. Yeah, I mean, it's it'll be interesting to see if Jerry and Justin are starting to have conversations with teams, possibly about second baseman. I feel like there's going to be more help on the way as far as the bullpen, but I feel like that would come through, you know, via Tacoma or Arkansas. Um, but, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see what comes about, you know, I mean, with how this roster is is constructed and how far along they're going to let this play out. Because like you said, a quarter of the season's over. A lot of people talk about, oh, you got to get to 50 games to see exactly where you're at. Well, we're right there and we're past a quarter (laughs) of the season. So, yeah, I couldn't agree more. The the, the early excuses is no more. No, and, you know, I definitely agree with you that who's sitting on the bench or any of the role players – Nobody's nobody's safe. Nobody's safe. I, I've if if you were logically thinking about it. Yeah. Um just you know, it just hasn't worked out for what the Mariners had hoped for, you know, with their you know, the Colton Longs, the uh Pollock and all the way their bench has been constructed, unfortunately. But there's a lot of season to go and things can change. So but up to this point it's been sub par to say the least 